Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Linda Lopez, and here are today's top local stories. After being trapped in a locked diamond vault all night in the Diamond District last night, a man was finally freed this morning. Our Glenn Shuck has been following the story. 8.45 last night is when this all began. The ordeal for this man going on nearly 10 hours after he was trapped inside this jewelry safe deposit vault at 585th Avenue. He called 911 from his cell phone from inside the vault. The FDNY responding, initially drilling through 30 inches of concrete, and then they stopped. Here's FDNY Assistant Chief John Sirocco. It's DGA Securities. Uh, They are a vault company that uh, has a safety deposit box that caters to the Diamond District. Once it's closed, it's on a timing mechanism. That vault does not reopen until, until a certain amount of time passes. Now, as they hoped, the vault popped open electronically at 6.10 this morning. The young man, fine, checked out by EMS, coming out lobby doors on 5th Avenue, seeing all the media here and running. Glenn Shuck, 10-10 wins on 92.3 FM, 47th and 5th. Well, actor Jonathan Majors will be back in court today on domestic violence charges, but there's word now that authorities had also considered charging his ex-girlfriend with domestic assault. Grace Jabari alleged that Majors twisted her arm behind her back, struck her and cut her ear, and pushed her into a vehicle in an incident in Manhattan back in March. But NBC News is reporting that after charging Majors, police and prosecutors also discussed charging Jabari with third-degree domestic assault, a misdemeanor. But her lawyers were informed last month they would not be bringing charges, and those discussions are over. Majors is also charged with misdemeanors, including assault. Majors' lawyer has denied that he committed any crimes. Former President Donald Trump will be in court again today as his civil fraud trial continues. Outside the courtroom, he spoke to reporters once again, calling it a witch hunt. On the trial here, it's going very well. This is a Biden witch hunt deal. It all comes out of the DOJ. It's to interfere with the election. Also in the courtroom today, Trump's former lawyer turned foe, Michael Cohen. The former fixer will again take the stand. Cohen testified yesterday he was instructed by his former boss to inflate the value of Trump's company to whatever number Trump came up with. According to Cohen, former President Trump called him and former Trump company CFO Alan Weisselberg to say, quote, I'm not actually worth four and a half billion. I'm really worth more like six. After yesterday's testimony, Trump told reporters his former lawyer should not be believed, calling him a disgraced felon and proven liar. 
There's been an arrest in a September shooting that left one man dead. Police say 18-year-old Ryan Yeves shot three people in the courtyard of the Sumner houses in bed on September 30th. When cops arrived, they found one man shot in the back, one shot in the stomach, and one shot in the head. All three were taken to Kings County. The third man, Kyle Ford, did not survive. Nieves was arrested yesterday morning and is facing murder, attempted murder, and robbery charges. Police are looking for the suspect who attacked a man with a scooter. Cops say the man was waiting on a subway platform in Elmhurst on Saturday night when someone walked up to him and got into a dispute, then struck the man on the head with a chair and a scooter. The attacker fled. The man was taken to Elmhurst Hospital and will be okay. We have his photo on our website. If you know anything, you're asked to call Crime Stoppers at 800-577-TIPS. Police are asking for help finding the man and woman who repeatedly robbed a smoke shop in Brooklyn by coming through a hole in the back wall of the shop. Police say that back on September 11th, the two broke into the smoke shop on Bedford Avenue and Clinton Hill through a window, then damaged the back wall. The two then used a hole in that back wall to break into the shop three more times over the next few weeks in the overnight and early morning hours, stealing hundreds of dollars in cash and lotto tickets each time. We have pictures of the two going up on 1010winds.com. Police are asking anyone with information to call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-577-TIPS. At City Hall today, they're holding an interfaith press conference. It's in support of a New York City Council hearing for Resolution 476, which would require the Department of Ed to consult with faith-based organizations to develop a curriculum for all grade levels that focuses on religious diversity education and also on training for educators and immediate disclosure of anti-religious hate crimes. Hussein Yadabari is the executive director of the Muslim Community Network. He told 1010 Wins. We need to make sure that we start from our youngest and make sure they are literate in um, religious competencies and like religious diversity training, that they understand that, but also school staff and administrators really understand that. Yadabari says he believes anti-Semitism and Islamophobia are the result of poor religious literacy and that the school system doesn't do enough to teach students about different religions. Mayor Adams announced that the city will hold a two-day clinic to combat the rash of car thefts that are plaguing Hyundai owners. The event will offer free software upgrades and other anti-theft tools to help Hyundai car owners keep their cars safe. The two-day event will be this Saturday and Sunday at the GNY ADA Center for Automotive Education and Training in College Point, Queens, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Governor Phil Murphy can't believe that a New Jersey school district is banning Halloween celebrations in school this year, and he's now weighing in. It's a real head-scratcher for New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy. In a social media post, he says, seriously, we can't let kids celebrate Halloween? This in response to South Orange and Maplewood banning Halloween celebrations during school hours. Assistant Superintendent Kevin Gilbert explains why. Is celebrating having in-school Halloween celebrations Do they put an undue financial burden on some families? Uh, Second question is, by having school-sponsored or during school time Halloween celebrations, uh, are we taking away the dignity of some people based on their cultural and religious backgrounds? Schools can host a fall festival, just no Halloween. Governor Murphy says, quote, Give me a break. Sean Adams, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Maplewood. Inwood will have a new performance hall. The People's Theater Project had a groundbreaking ceremony this morning, 
On hand was Lin-Manuel Miranda, his father Luis, and Governor Hochul, who said the theater will highlight Latino stories. Latino stories are American stories. That immigrant stories are American stories. That Dominican stories are American stories. That Puerto Rican stories are American stories. And they must unfold right here in this place and be transported to other neighborhoods, other venues, and indeed across the nation. The People's Theater will highlight the works of immigrant communities and provide residents the rehearsal space to craft those stories. It's expected to draw at least 28,000 people every year. The People's Theater set to open in 2026. Thanks for listening to the all local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 